Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. With available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What is up? Welcome in to the Early Edge. I'm your host, Alan Bell. Yeah, look, the coach, believe he, our man was hanging out with what, Snake Sync last night? Uh, yeah, I'm in the chair for this morning. Coach will be back for both of our shows today. But before we get into all that, let's take a look at how we did on Saturday. And you know what? I'm going to take blame for the X's here on the, bringing back the AB3. Alabama, come on, bro. We didn't even get to 70 points there. UCF, they didn't. They didn't handle their business either. Arizona definitely did, but we lost that parlay. Whatever. Uh, our man EC, a rare, tough day in college basketball. But you know what? You know he's going to bounce back. Martin W. Green held his business there, and it was a solid day. Snake, let's take a look at what we have on the schedule for today. We've got the NFC Championship live kickoff show at 2 p.m. Eastern, and then we're going to have the AFC Championship live kickoff show at 5.30 p.m. Eastern today. So mark your calendars for that. Make sure hit the button there on YouTube to notify you there that we will be going live. Let's bring in the stars of the show. Let's not waste any time. Nobody wants to hear me talking all that much anymore, but they definitely want to hear these two dogs right here. RJ White, how we doing, sir? Doing good. Congrats to Mike. Got your team here in the AFC Championship game. Wish I could be joining you, but I'm just going to be rooting on the sidelines for this one. I have a little money on 49ers to win it all from back in July, so that'll be my rooting interest for the day in addition to these picks we're going to give out. Nice, man. I like it, dude. M squared. Looking sharp, buddy. How we doing? Doing well, AB. Uh, we had a little fire drill in the building, as many know, yesterday. Uh, but we're fired up, ready for this Chiefs game. Uh, you know, the state of Kansas is the neighboring state to where the Kansas City Chiefs play, but many of their fans live in the state of Kansas. Today is the birthday of the state of Kansas, 161 years old. We'll see if that means anything. <laughs> I like it. Well, I, you know what? I'll say on this show, dude, like birthdays have been fire, man. Like we've played them. Yeah, they've worked. 100%. And Travis Travis Kelsey over under 161 receiving yards. This <laughs> there we go. Yeah, I love it, man. I love it. All right. Let's get into our storylines that affect the betting lines for today. And RJ, coming over to you, man. You know, speaking about the Kansas, uh, speaking about Kansas, the Kansas City Chiefs, and their quarterback Patrick Mahomes, man. Where do we sit right now? Talk to us, bro. What we got? Yeah. So Sunday night, some books opened Kansas City minus three, which was weird because there's questions about Mahomes' effectiveness. Will he be able to even play in the game? Uh, so all the sharps jumped on Cincinnati. Public jumped on Cincinnati too, bet it all the way down through zero on Monday and got Cincinnati favored with speculation around Mahomes' ankle. Would he play? Would he be way less than 100%? But he practiced on full on Wednesday to everyone's surprise. He got in a full practice. The line went back to pick him at that point. 
It's been full practice all week, escaped an injury tag at the end of the week. Now it's back to Kansas City minus one and a half. Didn't quite get back to the three, um, but the total has also jumped too. It's now 47 and a half in some spots, 48 and a half in some spots on the site. We took over 46 and a half on Tuesday, expecting this rise in the total. So um, that's the status with Mahomes. You know, he'll play. We'll see how effective he is. We'll see if they game plan around his limited mobility um, and try to take advantage of some things otherwise there. But the other surprise uh, injury in that game is Kelsey. He was a questionable tag due to back spasms on Friday, even though he's listed as practicing in full, um, he's expected to play per Adam Schefter's report. So no worries there, but if that tweaks up in the game, you know, they'll have to figure out some other person to go to. And that's, that's a huge loss for them. If he can't fully go throughout the all four quarters in this one. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that would be massive, obviously. Also another question, RJ, for you real quick, off topic. We talked about coach hanging out with NSYNC. Would you, would you be an NSYNC guy or a Backstreet Boys guy? Like where do we fall? Or would you be like, you know, a lot of other boy bands, people don't talk about boys to men, go down the list. Like, where would you fall here? Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned boys to men. If you classify that a boy band, that's my that's my group. You know, that's the one that I was huge into as a, as a preteen slash early teenager, had all the albums and loved them. I mean, I had all the albums like through their eighth, ninth album when they were talking about like evolution and all these songs nobody's ever heard of. I was still into them. So that would be mine. The, the NSYNC Backstreet Boys stuff kind of missed me. It was a little bit too late for me to be into that. I, at the, by that point, I was into rap and some other stuff. But Boys to Men was my thing back in the day. Dude, there we go. I love it. That's a perfect answer. All right, M squared. So we're going to be talking NBA injuries, but the same question is coming right to you here. All right, so yep. Boy Band first and then fire in NBA. What you got? <sighs> boy Band. Ah, man, that's tough. I'll say... <laughs> we'll go. We'll go Backstreet Boys on that one. Although I, I do, I do like Justin Timberlake. He's got a nice little establishment down the street here that I, I frequent. Um, yeah, that's about it. But let's go to the NBA injury report. Very short slate, but there are couple <laughs> things to note here. Uh, the Clippers playing their third game in four days, which also happens to be the second night of a back-to-back. That means Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Luke Kennard, all listed doubtful. Robert Covington and Marcus Morris listed questionable. Very good chance that they have they are without all five of those guys today. Uh, makes a pretty big difference for them. Cleveland Cavaliers, third game in four days. They have Donovan Mitchell listed questionable. The report a week ago was that he was likely to miss several games. He's been questionable each of the last three games, has missed them all. Uh, probably ends up sitting here. Kevin Love questionable. For Memphis, Desmond Bain, doubtful. Steven Adams still out. Uh, this is a team that needs a win pretty bad right now. And then the New Orleans Pelicans, Brandon Ingram had returned. He is listed doubtful for today's matchup with the Milwaukee Bucks. Well done, sir. On both fronts. That was a great transition, by the way. Yep, right to the injury report. Let's do it. All right, let's get, let's get into our best bets for today. But before we do, let's take a quick break and hear from one of our partners. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I don't know how much uh, you know overlap the AFC Championship and the Picard group have, but you know what? Apparently it's going to be big, and I can't wait for it today. Dude, these games are going to be awesome, man. I cannot wait. Championship Sunday is phenomenal. All right, Mike, coming back to you, man. Uh, we're going to get into football all day, but first, some college basketball, dude. You got to play. Hit us with it. Yeah, I got to play, and, you know, I, I have to apologize a little bit on this. It's an example of how fast lines move in college basketball, especially on a day like today where the markets are just tiny. There's not a lot of action. The Belmont-Drake game, that is the play we're playing. I played at 139 last night. I was giving it to you at 138 because I added it again at 138 about an hour ago. This line is now 140 and a half over at Caesars, 140 at other books. 139 and a half is the best number you can find. The good news is I still like it. Very similar to where I played it originally last night. Simulation, which is up on Sportsline, has this up to 145. Uh, these two teams, the, I think this line is just a little soft considering the offensive firepower they both have when they're playing at this level of competition. Belmont has won seven games in a row where they've scored at least 73 points in all of those games. Meanwhile, Drake is a team that routinely scores into the 70s, has topped 90 a few times. This is a spot where I think that they can pick on Belmont just a little bit. Belmont rates outside the top 150 in defensive rating, projecting average to above average tempo in this game. It's going to be a competitive one. They're going to trade baskets back and forth. I ultimately think we see a 72-73 type of game that gets us over this number. Um, but yes, you will not find the 138. It disappeared between the time that we sent all this data in and the show started. Dude, I love it. And the best part about it is this. Belmont is what? Two minutes from your place? It is. Yeah, just down the road, dude. I think, about, I guess, the, they still call it the Curb Center? I have no idea. I actually have never been there, but this does remind me. I was sweating a college basketball game yesterday, you know, the small game, smaller games like this, just listening to fans scream, we need three more points for the over, and watching yeah. the other team foul intentionally when they're down 16 just to try and get them there. That was something to see. Uh, so in the future, we might be sitting courtside for some of these Belmont games. Hey, you know what? I'll raise one to that one. There we go, Mike. I love it. All right, let me jump in here real quick, RJ. You're going to be in the maestro spot, but you know what? I think you're. this might be the RJ spot after because he's got some fireplace for today. I've got two that I'm going to come at you with. Look, and they're both kind of the same, really. Look, we're going to play first 49ers Eagles, both to score 20-plus points at plus 115. Uh, look, this one could get close, right? Like, you could be looking at a 21-20, 23-20 type of a game. But, you know, quite frankly, I, I think that, you know, even though we're all kind of looking at the under – in this one, it's nice weather in Philly. It's actually a little bit warmer than what we usually get around this time. So, you know, we're going to roll with that one. Second, we're going to go Bengals and Chiefs. Same thing. All right. Both to score 20 plus points at minus 115. Now, look, this one could get tight too. Uh, you got two teams that could definitely control clock, but I think we're going to get a few more points in both of these games. We might think not a ton of them. But I think we're going to get a few more. So we're going to play both of those. And you know what? The most expensive is minus 115. And for anybody who can't find it, um, DraftKings. Game props. Scroll all the way down. You'll see it. It's right there. All right. Now, RJ, my dude, you got plays, man. I want to hear them. We all want to hear them. The floor is yours, buddy. What you got? 
Sure. So I have plays on both spreads and both totals up on the site at Sportsline. So if you, and I got them in early in the week, got some good numbers on some of those. So hopefully you're subscribed and have alerts and have all those. Not going to give out any of those on these shows. A, some of the lines have moved. B, you've, you've seen all those before. So I wanted to give out one team total, two props. So the team total, I'm on the other side of AB here. I don't think the 49ers are scoring a ton of points here. Philly's defense is better versus the run from week 10 on. Their elite offense can put teams in negative game script quickly. And then you got the running backs for San Francisco. McCaffrey managing a calf injury, did not practice Wednesday and Thursday. Um, is fine for the game. He's going to play. We'll see if he'll be limited at all or if he tweaks anything during the game that, that, that limits his effectiveness. Eli Mitchell did not practice all week. Questionable to play. Seems like he's not likely to play. They elevated Tevin Coleman uh, from the practice squad. So even with Shanahan scheming things, you know, running backs, any running back in that system is kind of the, the thought that anybody can have a success in that system. Um, but, you know, at certain at a certain point, the running back health is going to play a factor. You're going to get an ineffective guy or you're going to get a guy that hasn't touched the ball much and uh, has a key fumble go against him. So you don't really don't want to have to dig too deep on the depth chart in these key games here. And the 49ers might be forced to do that. So I'm a little worried about them there. Um, then you get to Brock Purdy. He finally started to look shaky last week at home against the NFL's number two pass rush. Now he's on the road as a seventh round rookie in Philadelphia against the number one pass rush. And not only is Philly number one in sack rate, the drop from Dallas at number two is uh, to number 17 is bigger than the drop from Philly to Dallas at number two. They're just, they make Dallas look like an average pass rush when Dallas is one of the best in the league. Um, is essentially what that means. So I don't think the 49ers are scoring a ton of points here. Um, I like their team total under 21 and a half at minus 105. Um, yeah, getting it above that key number of 21, but I don't think they get to 20. So I'm on the other side of, of you on that one. I also, because of that, would not tease this game. The very obvious teaser here is teasing the 49ers and the ba- the Bengals both up now that the Chiefs line is at one and a half because you can get both through the three and seven, but I, I, I can forecast, you know, I can see some scenarios where Philly wins this game by double digits. So I didn't want to take a teaser here. I'm staying away from that. Okay. Then we go to the two props, Brock Purdy, longest completion under 36 and a half yards, minus minus one nineteen. Same thing with the pass rush. If the pass rush is getting to him quickly, he's not going to have time to break off some long completions. Philly's defense has allowed eight passes of 37 plus yards this year, but five of them were after week 11 when the secondary was last healthy. Now they got Avante Maddox back for the first time since I believe week 16. And so they're fully healthy in the secondary for the first time since week 11. Um, and before that, they only allowed three passes of, of length of 30, 37 plus. So I think they can limit the pass game here. San Francisco's longest pass against Dallas's pass rush was just 31 yards. So I think in a similar game plan, they're not going to get above that number here. I don't see why it wouldn't be a lot lower and closer to that 31. So I like going under 36 and a half yards on Brock Purdy's longest completion because I just don't think the matchups favor him and the Phillies uh, secondary being healthy is going to be a key thing for them. And then the other game, you look at Jamar Chase. I like him to go over six and a half receptions at minus 137. He had just five receptions last week, but it was in bad weather. And since he had a big lead all game, was able to control what was going on there. Um, get different game script probably here, a little back and forth game, higher scoring game. So I think he's going to have to be more involved. And he's had seven-plus receptions in every other game before last week. Since week four, he gets to seven receptions, basically money every single time. Uh, He had 10-plus targets in every game during that run as well, except the Cincinnati game. Did get seven catches on eight targets anyway in that game. Very efficient. Could do that against the secondary again here with more targets. Um, So he'll have more chances there. I think getting the ball out quick to him has been, been a theme for that offense over the last few weeks as they battle these offensive line issues, and it's got to be the game plan here. They'll get the ball out to him quickly. And I think the Chiefs will be fine to give stuff up underneath and, and make sense have to work and go down the field with these 12, 13, 14 play drives rather than explosive plays to get down the field. So I think they're fine giving up, you know, eight-yard plays to chase rather than 25-yard plays down the field. So I think he's going to go over six and a half receptions here um, and continue that trend that was 
in existence before that snow game last week. I love it, man. I love it. Now, we got a couple questions in the chat real quick. I want to hit before we get to our uh, recap here. Um, the no-fly zone. So, yeah, all right. I'm already on Patrick Mahomes, uh, minus 120 to throw an interception. We gave that out earlier in the week. I just wanted to make sure um, that we got that out there. But we have a ton of of uh, plays, all of our plays that we've uh, given out, everyone has throughout the week. We'll go through all of those on the live streams today at 2 p.m. Eastern for the NFC Championship and 5.30 p.m. Eastern for the AFC Championship. Also, I saw in the chat, all right, people were asking, is there going to be an ABRJ showdown? Here's the problem. It's not like the same bet. Like they could score 20 and we both win. But I tell you what I'm going to do. If the 49ers don't score 20 points, all right, if they don't get to 20, RJ, I hope that you are a jewelry man because you're going to have a chain in the mail coming to you ready to go. So that that's how we'll go about doing that. So, yeah. You jewelry no, man, RJ? I had, no, no, I am not. You can obviously see I am not. But I have no change for you the other way around. So don't expect anything on that end. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Yeah, and you know what? That's just how it's going to be. So we're going to have fun with that one. We'll see if the 49ers get to 20. Okay, last question for you guys, and then I'm going to get to the recap. Which team today scores the most points? RJ, I'll start with you. Um, I believe the – I think the Chiefs are, are the place. So I believe the Chiefs. I think that game's going to be higher scoring than the Eagles game. The Eagles won't have to score a ton. Um, I think the Eagles are a sneaky option for that too, but I would probably say the Chiefs. All right, Mikey? Kansas City Chiefs, 31 points. Ooh, all right. There we go. I love it, man. Everybody, grab your paper, grab your pencil. Let's take a little recap here. It looks glorious courtesy of our man, Jake the Snake. Mike McClure is on. Drake Belmont, over 138. RJ is on. The 49ers team total, under 21 and a half. Brock Purdy, longest completion, under 36 and a half yards. And Jamar Chase, over six and a half receptions. I am on the 49ers Eagles, both to score 20 plus points at plus 115. Also, the Bengals and Chiefs both to score 20-plus points at minus 115. So, as we mentioned, today, 2 p.m. Eastern, we'll be live for the NFC Championship. 5.30 p.m. Eastern, we'll be live for the AFC Championship. Do not miss these shows. Coach will be in the seat for both of them. I don't know if he's bringing Justin Timberlake or any of the other boys out here, but he will be here live, ready to go. So, with all that being said, everybody, best of luck. Let's cash these tickets. We'll see you later today. Thanks. Thanks.